And we are live. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first ever episode recording of Likewise, a podcast that we hope gets to build a virtual friendship with you and you get to build one with us. My name is Vanessa. I am one of the hosts. And I'm your other host, Erica from America. So we wanted to talk a little bit about ourselves and what led us to the journey of creating this episode uh, to something that you guys will hopefully love and consume and be able to bring into your lives. We really want to connect with you guys in multiple ways, like starting with virtually, but we want to be part of your everyday life and we want you to be part of ours. So we hope that you get a lot out of this podcast. We don't want this just to be you listening to us all the time. We're going to have lots of interactive things coming up for you. We're going to do a lot of deep soul searching, a lot of really cool topics. So we just hope that you know you're free to be yourself and, and vibe with us for this next 45 minutes and really do some self-reflecting and self-growth because um, that's what we're all about. And that's what we, we love to talk about and kind of meet new people and, you know, have new experiences, have new experiences and, and share the commonalities of life with everybody. Yes, so, absolutely. I feel like we should kind of tell them about ourselves so they know who we are because right now we're just strangers in yes, <laughs> a microphone. That's true. And we want to be able to be virtual friends. Yes. So go ahead, Vanessa. Why don't you tell them about yourself a little bit? Okay, so my name is Vanessa. I grew up in South Florida my whole life. I am 24 years old. I was never very outgoing as a kid. I think I kind of grew into that. I am now probably notoriously known among my friend group as someone who will not stop talking. I talk quite a bit, which, you know, it makes sense that then we start this podcast because I love talking to people, especially strangers, because I just think there's so many lessons that you can learn. Um, but a little bit about me, I have a degree in fashion design and I'm currently in school for international business, uh, two things that don't really have anything to do with this current podcast, but, you know, who knows? Life is long, something might happen there. Um, I am the oldest of two. I have a younger sister. She is currently living in New York. She goes to school over there. And she is also in the arts. Probably much more artistic than I am, but you know, we all have our strengths. That probably wasn't mine. Um, I have a cat that I am very obsessed with. I am of Hispanic descent, so my mom is Colombian, my dad is Brazilian, I speak fluent Spanish, very little Portuguese. I have traveled quite a bit, not as much as Erica, as you will come to find out. But it's still a lot. <laughs> but, you know, I guess higher than the average person. Way higher. <laughs> I love to travel. I have had the opportunity to live abroad in Europe. And I think that was probably one of the most transformative experiences for me. I have a long history of cruise ships, basically, which you will come to find out is basically how Erica and I met. Uh, both my parents worked in the cruising industry and my dad continues to work in the cruising industry to this day. And I was able to basically get my foot in the door and had the opportunity to work overseas for a company where I met Erica. And, you know, being one of the few Americans on board, we quickly became friends. That's right. And what else about me? Uh, 
think you got a lot of it. I think that's pretty yeah. much all there is to know so far. So far. We're going to dive much deeper into who you are in different ways. Yes. Uh, obviously, in the next few episodes when we have coming out. But um, I guess I'll, I'll go and talk about myself a little bit. Um, so my name is Erica. But everybody calls me Erica from America, uh, as I said earlier. And that's again, goes back to cruise ships. Um, I was born in Philadelphia. And I was raised there by my parents, who are both, you know, from New Jersey, but of Italian descent, very Italian family. And 2014, after college, oh, by the way, I went to college, yes, Temple University, and I got a degree in journalism. So multimedia journalism. Worked in New York for a little bit. Didn't enjoy the hustle and bustle and the stress of the job in a magazine. So decided I wanted to travel full time in 2014. Started working on a cruise ship as an entertainer, where I got my name, Erica from America. Um, met Vanessa in France. We'll talk a little bit more about that later. Um, what else about me? I really I love to travel. I've been to 65 countries. Um, I also really love meeting new people and learning about different cultures and just I don't know seeing what the world has to offer. I've not always been that way. I was definitely more of a type A when I was younger and really has I've just transformed by becoming kind of like a world citizen so I've seen a lot I've gotten to do a lot I feel very blessed I've gotten to do so much um, I'm 30 years old so it's been a lot already in the first few decades of my life so excited excited about this so like I had mentioned before when I was living in Europe I was very alone. I had just graduated from fashion design, wasn't really sure what my life was going to look like next. And I ended up getting a job offer over there. So I got the job offer on a Thursday, left on a Monday, very last minute, you know. And you went to Monaco, right? Yes. Or you I was, went to Italy as I was well. in Italy originally, and then, you know, about after spending about a month and a half there, I was in Monaco for the remaining five months. It was a fairly short amount of time, you know, about oh, six and a half months total. But, you know, imagine being in a foreign country, not speaking the language, not knowing anyone. And I was working as a marketing assistant, so I was really only working with one other person who was my boss. So the opportunity to meet people was very small. I, it really was up to me at this point to become outgoing and... You know, I joke about this, but I was definitely that person on the bus who, like, kind of heard someone speaking English and then, like, did whatever I can to strike up a conversation with them. Or I found myself at the two of the Starbucks in Monaco, one of them at all times, just kind of listening to if people were speaking English, trying to see, like, okay, is this where I'm going to make friends? I ended up making a group of friends from England, um, but that was when I was out dancing. I met them in a... That's bathroom so cool. That's just and so they cool. like were like oh my gosh are you american and i was like yeah what's up <laughs> nice, nice british accent <laughs> yes and so i became friends with them and it kind of made me feel better about the whole situation so through that process especially towards the beginning because i was feeling so alone i started writing a lot and through that process, I realized that there was a lot of wounds that I had within myself that I had been carrying, you know, things that I don't tend to be a very emotional person right off the bat. And so I think I can come off as very like, you know, stern. 
And as I began to basically like look within myself, I realized that there was a lot of things that had bothered me that I hadn't realized had bothered me and were affecting my relationship with myself. Which Like subconsciously, it's, yeah. it's in there, and you brought it to the surface. Exactly. And in turn, because it was affecting my relationship with myself, it was also affecting my relationship with other people, because you can't love someone else if you don't love yourself. Exactly. And this is very important for everyone to realize. Yes, and your self-development and your growth and... Through that journey, I began writing a lot and, you know, asking myself a lot of questions, and it's become basically my saving grace over the past, you know, two years is just being able to write and look within myself to basically dig deeper. So in that, I think Erica and I have always had a fairly transparent relationship and as we began talking, because she's also so people-oriented, as am I, we basically talked about a lot of the things that we love to do in this life, traveling, going out to eat, going dancing, they all have the connotation of including others because right. they build relationships yeah. with other people and they make you feel connected. Which is the re reason why we probably do love those things in the first place. Yes, and absolutely. It might not even be the actual, you know, going to a coffee shop or even... Although that is still enjoyable, it's because we're just rooted in people. The human aspect the human, of it. The, the human connection. experience, which is everybody craves in some shape or form. Absolutely. And so I think in having that conversation, we kind of discussed that something that we need to work on more maybe is vulnerability. And having really honest conversations, not only with ourselves, but with other people, because we probably don't know the people around us to the extent that we should because we don't ask enough questions. And I've become very prying in the probably the past year where I have a list of questions that I keep on me and, you know, in any given moment, I'll like start a conversation with some of my friends and I'll keep asking questions and people open up because I think People want to talk about these things, but no one asks. Yeah, and no so one ever becomes, asks them. It becomes very hard to then discuss them. Yeah, I agree with you. I think, you know, in our name, likewise, we came up with that name because um, the word why. You know, why. And we, we kind of live by the theory. We've And I think I've showed you the theory and we've heard it from some of our other favorite podcasts and, and other favorite mentors and influencers. But you need to have three whys to really get to the reason why something is happening. And if you think about it, well, why do you like the color yellow? Or And then why do you say that? And why do you say that? It kind of goes way deeper than that, right? And so we wanted to incorporate the word why into our name because the question questions, I feel like, build the foundation for so many different things between people. Yeah, I think we both have that curiosity in life, yeah. in traveling, in relationships. And asking why really fuels that. It fuels the curiosity to where, like, you really want to understand someone and why they are the way that they are and why they view the world in the way that they view it. Because, you know, we essentially become a collection of the people who have loved us, the people that we have met, the people that have hurt us. And so when we dive deeper into these things, we become better collectors of the pieces that we want to cultivate within ourselves. Oh, definitely. And so we have to ask why in order to get to that. Yeah, and with all the experiences we've had traveling, particularly, 
which in my opinion, you know, traveling opens up your world so much more than you could ever imagine. Even if you, you don't have to travel to 65 countries, I'm talking about going even just out of your state for the first time, going out of your, out of your area for the first time, you know, flying to a different country for the first time. You are, you are surrounded by such an uncomfortable environment because you're not in your comfort zone anymore. And then you kind of need to understand why people are different. And I think, you know, if we don't ask any questions, when we're never going to find out any answers. Absolutely. And this is, this is, I don't know, this is just the reason why I think we want you guys to, to be able to have conversations like this, to ask questions, and we want to be here to help you know what questions to ask. So that's pretty much what we're going to be also talking about in every episode. Yeah, I think there will be... A lot of the questions tend to be open-ended. There really is no right or wrong answer. Yeah. It's just a conversation between friends who are seeking to understand how we got to the conclusions that we got to and why we chose to continue to view the world in the way that we do. And so, like Erica said, you need to ask why in order to better understand. And I think it really solidifies a lot of relationships when you ask why, because you then no longer just understand the behavior, you understand why the behavior happened in the first place. Exactly. And you can love the people in your life better, and you will love yourself better too if you understand why you search for the things that you search for in the way that you do. Yeah, I agree. So, and so that's Vanessa's story, and she, she's been very, very, key and also a lot of things in my life for influencing the way that I think in great ways and positive ways because she always sees a different aspect and different side. She's kind of taught me how to see things in the question form and I'm serious about that really. I guess I can talk a little bit about my journey and you know what led me to this point of being on the podcast. You know obviously besides meeting her and, and kind of being vulnerable together I was out of my comfort zone for five years in a row and I'm and it completely changed who I was so a lot of people are interested in you know my background about working on a cruise ship it is definitely something that like a very small percentage of the population has done um, Vanessa and I we relate on a lot of things because her parents met working on a cruise ship and then she also like grew up on a cruise ship then she came to work on the cruise ship too um, and you know if you don't know anything about an atmosphere like this, you, you're kind of thrown into a world that's very intense, very fast. So, and I was only 24 years old, just like on my 24th birthday, pretty much a few days after that. So you get in this world where first of all, nobody's from your country. And then second of all, you have to work your butt off pretty much from the day that you get there. No days off of work. Um, you also have a lot of responsibility when it comes to emergencies, then on the same time, nobody is, you know, from your country really, so you, I don't know, you just feel very vulnerable. I mean, you really don't have anything but yourself. And so, you know, the first few weeks on board, I, I cried every single day. Like, I was like, I'm leaving, I don't like this. Um, but people encouraged me to stay, and then you get to know people, and then you start learning so much about yourself when you're in that vulnerable state. Because honestly, like, I think anyone could have said anything to me and I probably would have started crying at that point because I was just so out of my comfort zone and I had never been, I've been out of my comfort zone, but not like that. And I think most people in their lives never get out of their comfort zone in an extreme form like that, which Vanessa did already working on a ship when she was so young and living in Europe by yourself, knowing nobody. So these types of things I think are what forms us and 
it, it took me a long time to really get to know who the new me was, but it really wasn't a new me. It was just the me that was always there that I hadn't brought out yet. And I look back and, you know, here I am six years later, still, you know, working on a cruise ship. I mean, it, six years, I said I was going to do six months. Um, and, you know, more settled now, but I would say, I don't know, it's it's a very strange journey. It's hard to, to talk about until you start taking the small steps to change yourself, that you start to become happier with yourself. And I look back and I think, I can't believe I used to be the way I was before I worked on the ship. The ship is kind of symbolic for me, not so much as the ship itself, but just as like a turning point in my life. Um, and it took years, it took years to kind of, there's been some really bad incidences, there's been some great, amazing experiences I've had, um, and I would never take it back. I, I don't regret it at all. I love it. I would do it again in a heartbeat. So yeah, that's kind of brought me through this whole journey. That's really what has helped me help others open up about who they are and, and explore their, their feelings and explore why they might have the, their anxieties, their insecurities, and why they might... I don't know, they, you know, depression, all these things are very serious, but a lot of these things you can, you know, dig down and do work. It takes a lot of work. It's not easy. It's definitely not easy. It's very emotionally draining to take a look into yourself and basically see like what parts of yourself no longer serve the person you want to be. I think, you know, you on cruise ships and me, specifically when I was living in Monaco, I had just gotten out of basically a five-year relationship and basically found myself alone for the first time in every sense of the word no family you know no boyfriend no friends new job new country it was a very i was living by myself it was a very weird experience for me and it made me realize that i didn't like being by myself and in that i needed to change that because how is anyone ever going to enjoy my company if i didn't enjoy my own company yeah and so I know Erica kind of touched on this, the person that she was before she did the cruises, uh, working on the cruise ships, and then me before, well, I mean, I kind of had that, I think, more turning point. I was a little bit older. I mean, you were what? Yeah, 20? I was 24. Yeah, I was about 21. Yeah, I think around that point in that. I think we were both very more type A people. Yeah, we, we used to be, which is weird because that's not strict. how we've ever known each other. Yes, exactly. We never really got to. I mean, we met at 19, but at this point I had loosened up a little bit um, because I had, you know, yeah. done like three other contracts on the ships before. So I kind of was like a little bit more relaxed, not quite the person that I wanted to be yet uh, because I hadn't been forced to really sit with myself yet. But yeah very critical I have, a, I have a very clear memory and i don't know if you remember this of we were in la traveling so this was after we had met and like we were going to the airport in the car and you said something in the car i don't know if you remember but you said erica like i don't usually open up to people at all mind you this is like 20 year old vanessa <laughs> like over you know four years ago almost and you're just like you, you were speaking about how you keep a lot of things in which is so funny to me now because you're so oh my god that is you've so grown funny. so much i'm telling you like i remember that moment i was like oh my god wow she like opened up to me i feel really special about that, that. is actually so funny i like joke about it all the time because 
I'll, said it. I, if someone will ask me my deepest, darkest fear, I have no problem telling it to yeah. you because at this point I'm very comfortable with myself yeah. emotionally. And that was before you went and lived in Europe. Yeah. And that was after you worked on the ship. So yeah, you did a lot of, you definitely changed a lot in a good way from, from going to live there. Vulnerability is a very difficult thing to cultivate within yourself yes. because it makes you seem weak. Yes. You think that you seem weak when you do it. Yes. But that's not how other people see you. And I think, you know, vulnerability meets vulnerability. When you are vulnerable with someone else, they almost always, in my personal experience, meet you with their own vulnerability because people want a place to feel safe. And if you let down your guard, people are more likely to do the same to you. And the conversations that I've been able to have because, you know, I start a conversation with someone and we get into a very personal, like, something that I went through very personally, they're able to then tell me things. And when people, it's always such a pleasure when someone's like, wow, I've never talked about that before. I haven't told someone that story in a long time. You know, it makes you feel like I did my job of being vulnerable with someone to the point that they felt comfortable with me. Yeah. And that's all that I want. Exactly. And that could be even just after having a conversation with someone for the first time. Like, I've literally seen you meet people for the first time and somehow you're in, like, a very deep, like, <laughs> meaningful conversation. And you could tell that they want you to listen and they also want to talk about it. And so I think it's just so... I, I feel like I've seen you evolve a lot. Whereas, like, me, you met me more towards, like, my end endish of already evolving yes i feel like i've seen you evolve a yeah, lot you saw the switch i saw the switch go yeah off. some very key years of your life you yeah know? it's really interesting it was, but i remember that moment so clearly that's so funny yeah. i don't remember that at all but i do believe because i had a very hard time it would give me very like a lot of anxiety to open up to people because i thought it was going to be perceived as weakness and it was going to make me susceptible for yeah. someone to like jab me mm -hmm. but essentially what that was was there was wounds within me that i hadn't healed so that if i opened up to someone of course it was gonna hurt to because it, yeah. i hadn't healed yeah it. but now i've gotten to the point of course there's things always that are gonna hurt oh, right yeah. Yeah. i mean that's life that's, that's part of being human but it's so much easier for me now to you know put all my cars on a table because I'm not really emotionally ashamed of the things that I went through, the things that I had to deal with. And I'll be very honest because I realize I'm not alone in a lot of the things that I feel. Everyone you know? has. Everything has been everything. felt already. Yeah. Everyone yeah. has experienced it. In Everyone, different ways, but like exactly. they will relate to you in some, on some level, always, at and some point. Like. Absolutely. And I think also like for me personally, I grew up in a religious household and so I think in the church, some things were always taboo subjects, and for someone who, I've always been curious. I think that's always been one of my favorite aspects of myself. Yes, you are, you are. Very <laughs> curious person, and so I really didn't like when I would ask questions, and then the answers didn't really satisfy, like, the question yeah. I was asking. It was just kind of a very loose-ended yeah. answer that just, like, just enough to keep me quiet. Um, and so I think now I see, like, we need to talk about those things more because I wondered them and I wasn't the first person to wonder it and I won't be the last person yeah. to wonder it. Yeah. People have questions and address these questions and you might not come to a concrete, you know, solution or an ending or something that everyone agrees on, but the conversation is the important part, yeah, not necessarily the Yeah, there shouldn't be anything like taboo like that because then yes. you are... And I've seen this happen with my own family and like other people that also were raised very religious. Like 
and not to say it's just religion it's other things too it could be about anything yeah, but taboos, cultural co- things, yeah, yeah. Like cultural things that are taboo in your household growing up you almost feel a sense of guilt later on in life when you're an adult and you're you know dealing with those exact issues so like i know i've seen firsthand from some of my family members like and they don't like having that guilt and they wish they would have been able to talk more about it those types of things when they were younger and they had questions that's really it you just need to like explain yes and explore the question explore why it's something that's on your mind i think you know mr fred rogers said if it's human it's mentionable if it's mentionable it's manageable Oh, that's we, cool. We need to have these conversations. We need to talk about it. Yeah. Because or else we're going to continue the cycle. You know, if you're, if you have a quality about yourself that you don't necessarily like and you never address it, then you're going to continue the cycle because you, it's never been healed within you. And that's how a lot of these things continue. So it really, it really is hard, not only vulnerability, but to like, constantly analyze yourself very emotionally exhausting i know in my personal experience i felt when i was in monaco some of the days where i like dove deeper than others i finished very emotionally drained i hadn't i didn't want to socialize with anyone i didn't it took a lot to basically like dig into these wounds and like why did this hurt me why did this cause this reaction this reaction shouldn't have not you know, like, like why? Yeah, why am I reacting that way in the first place? Exactly. Yeah, and I've I've had experiences with that too, where I question, you know, and when again, when you're out of your comfort zone, you tend to see your behaviors more mm-hmm. because you're like, why did I just react that way to something? You might not even know why you did it, and you have to break it down. I ha- that happened to me on the ship all the time. You know, the first time I ever got, you know, somebody saying something bad about me, I I hate conflict. I've gotten better with it over the years because it is something that happens in life. It's natural. There's going to be conflict. It's the way that you handle it. But I hated it to the point where I would do anything if somebody was mad at me to, like, make them not mad at me, even if I actually was right about something or, you know, it was something we should talk out. But I would just go the other way. And on the ship, that's not that's just not the way you handle things. I mean, that, that'll lead you down the way the wrong path. So it's... It, yeah, it's just all about, and I would realize, why did I just, rea- why am I doing this? Why am I acting this way? I would do it at home, but I didn't notice it. Yeah. And then when I'm out of my comfort zone, I'm like, why am I, why why am I so not okay with conflict? Why? Yeah, I think, like, what you were saying is, when you are in a new environment, you become much more self-aware, or at least you should. Yeah. Become more self-aware, because now these people have they're seeing you in a new context they don't actually know who you are so the way that you present yourself you become much more analytical about that and you know it really causes you to look at yourself and not only that but you have the opportunity working on a cruise ship or just traveling in general you see how other people are and it gives you great perspective so you know, much perspective. You're able to basically see, wow, I really like how that person reacted to that. Like, yeah. you know, or I don't like how that person yeah. reacted to that. Or whatever it might be, you it just, gives you range. And it, and it also, you see so many different ways of culturally handling yes. things, too, that you just never have seen before. Yes. And again, the more knowledge you have, the better you know informed you are about things in general. I feel like the better person you become, and that's just because you have all these, you know, they, what do they say, ignorance is bliss, but I don't even know, something like that. You don't want to be ignorant all the time, even though, yeah, that might make you happy living in your bubble. There's so many things you could grow and learn from and still be happy. Yes, and it beca- you become much more relatable to people, which 
again, like Erica and I said, because we have we're such people dominated people. Yeah. We want to be able to connect on whatever level that is, whether it's through a hobby, through a tra- through traveling, yeah. food, through deep conversation. And so we look for these things in order to like better ourselves to have these relationships with the people that we might encounter in the future. Agreed. So in every episode, we're going to have a really cool, we have a really cool idea. Why don't you tell them okay. about it? So going off the basically why yeah. um spelled with a y as you guys can uh-huh. see in our title is because we're asking why and we're just asking questions in general so every podcast we're going to tackle a new question very like i said open ending through erica and i's experiences we will bring people on have that have had different life experiences than us and get perspective because we understand, especially now that we're starting this during quarantine, during the pandemic, people are not having the opportunity to travel as much as would be normal otherwise, but we still want to be able to like impart the wisdom that's collected through human interactions yeah. of new strangers. Yeah, not even traveling, but no one's even really interacting yes. in a way, which like, you're with only interacting people, with just yeah. like a small, small group of people. You know, you're, you're in your quarantine bubble, yeah. the people that you're, which is great, right? You can get to know the people that you're with every day much better at a deeper level, but you're also not getting to see new perspectives. Yeah. And I hope that through Erica and I speaking, and then the people that we will bring on. And the questions we're going to ask. And the questions we have that some we're going really to ask. good questions coming your way. Yeah, you know, you'll look at yourself, you'll see parts of yourself that you need to readjust. You can ask these questions to your loved ones and basically form solid relationships with yourself and with others. Yeah, and that's, I think, the goal, and that's what we want for everybody, including ourselves. We still have a lot of work to do. Oh, you know? absolutely. You're never done learning. You're never done exploring yourself. But, like, to build such solid relationships with people, I think now, especially with, you know, technology and media and blah, 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 relationships can be very surface these days. Yes. And, like, the amount unofficial. of... Unofficial. the things that I see, even in, like, the relationship world with dating, like, everything is really can be really surface yeah. and I think we need to get back to having you know how, how it used to be it used to be before you know ever the world was so connected people were really deep and with I each think, other yeah and I mean I think there's always been an aspect to where people like to pretend and show off and I remember it was always very weird to me when I would meet someone and they would like you know, think of me as a really good friend. I'm like, but you don't know me that well. How can I be a good friend to you? Yeah. And so I think that also kind of brought me to this journey of like, ask more questions, look deeper. Like, friendships should be deeper. And I think other people basically thinking that we're friends so right off the bat really shows their lack of understanding of what friendship really is and what understanding really is. Is there's not really depth. They haven't even gotten to know you yet. Yeah. And that happens all the time. It happens Friendships all the very time. Level. Yeah, yeah. And they and then it's either later on you find out that something is not what you expected it to be with somebody, or you know, you just never get to that level because you've always just been the way that you introduced yourself, which is a very surface. A lot of times that happens. And I know I, I even have friendships like that. Like and I you know, I have been trying to get deeper with someone or connect better. 
But the person also has to be open, and I think Absolutely. asking these questions to yourself is the first step to do it. Yes. We want to end every podcast with um, something really cool, an inspirational thing for your day. We're calling it Wise Words. It's going to be a quote, a song lyric, something basically that me and Erica have found inspiration in, some wisdom that we imparted to you. And today's episode is ending with something that I recently inspired a tattoo that I got. And it's a quote by Khalil Gibran from his book, Sand and Foam. And it says, half of what I say is meaningless, but I say it so the other half may reach you. You guys will come to find out in this podcast, a lot of the stuff we talk about might be nonsense, but maybe 50% of it will take <laughs> you will take with you and hopefully it'll mean something to you because it does to us. Yeah, so really think about that quote. And if you have any ideas on you know what you think it means to you, we would love to, to hear from you. You can comment on our social media. You can leave us you know a little message in our inbox. Um, so yeah, just you know take the take the wise words with you this week, and we're really looking forward to all of the episodes and meeting so many of you out there and just really forming this community. We're so excited. Yes, and if you have any questions that you want to dive into, feel free to comment, send it to us, and. We'll start a conversation. Yeah, we would love to. That would probably make our day. <laughs> yes, it absolutely would. So we will see you guys on the next episode. Thank you so much for joining us for our first episode of Likewise. I'm Erica. And I'm Vanessa. Have a beautiful day, everyone. We'll see you soon.